This episode of the Pastimes Pubcast is brought to you by Midnight Mower. Are you only ever able to mow your lawn in the dead of night? Afraid you might bother those pesky sleeping neighbors? <laughs> Midnight Mower is for you. Midnight Mower uses LED guiding lights as well as patented technology to simulate a thorough and detailed nighttime atmosphere as you mow to cover up any lawn mowing disturbances. Distract your sleeping neighbors under the cover of darkness with one of seven different nighttime sound effects, including Owl Party. With Midnight Mower, you'll be keeping things nocturnal with a fresh-cut lawn amid your unsuspecting neighbors. And You're we're in. You're such a dick! You're <laughs> such a dick! <laughs> I actually I have to tell you that I, I solicited some assistance from my wife on that one because I was like, I was like, I know what I want to do, but I need to kind of articulate it. And so she she helped oh me formulate a little bit of like, well, one nature sounds associated with right, it. yeah. Because I was I was like, what what would be the benefit of like I don't know some sort of adaptive lawnmower that <laughs> uh, I guess shielded your noise from your neighbors, <laughs> so right? She was, she was like, uh, she said something about like a noise machine, like a noise maker that you'd play right. at, you know, at night, like soothing nighttime sounds. I was like, uh, <laughs> so I guess owls. I don't know. Yeah, that was perfect. Oh, what a sponsor. You asked last week who I'll be investing in. I think it is the Midnight Dewey. Mower. All right. But before we get f further in, uh, I'd like to welcome everybody to the Pastimes Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm here at the bar with my co-host, Matt. The we are a long bar. time for the virtual bar, of course. This is, this is still COVID-19 territory. Yeah. But we are friends from college. We used to be roommates. We missed our days of getting together at the, at the old Pastimes pub. So once a week, we get ourselves some drinks. We strike up a little bar conversation and record it for your pleasure. So think of this as the easiest eavesdropping you've ever done. You uh, give yourself a home pour and listen in. This is the pub that can go anywhere with you. Welcome to Pastimes Pubcast. Cheers, Maddie. Cheers. Ooh, another week gone by. Cheers. Hey, we made it. <laughs> I, uh, by the skin of my fucking teeth, we made it this week. <laughs> yeah. It just was one of the, I can't point to anything specifically. Right. It was just, it was all bad. It was a slog, uh, as they say. That's was, my new yes. favorite way to describe it. Yeah. It is a slog. And um, what's what's the uh, you talk for a minute? There's a British term other than slog that I that like I wish was like a thing that I wish we could use as Americans. And like you just don't, but it just uh, doesn't play. Yeah, right. Um, because you just sound like you're saying slog. Like you sound like you're right. just saying something where you're just like, right. oh, we've been to England, asshole. Like you just, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's not gonna fly this day and age. Um, what are you well, what are you well traveled? Yeah, right. Yeah. You get get out of here. World, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyways, anyways, we are here at the Pastimes Pubcast, and it feels good. A little time off. It's only uh, a cool 88 degrees here in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, um, it's about the same here in Chicago. And similar humidity to the temperature, so you just your sweat doesn't evaporate. Right. So it just yeah. it's just on your skin, right? So you can displace it. But you can't. <laughs> There's no solution. But that you know, this is that great Great Lakes life. That's you just, right. You live by those Great <laughs> right. Lakes. You just ah, 
and it snowed last week here. So it snowed last yeah. week, and then this week it uh, it's hotter than uh, the southern states. So it's all bad. You know, just another day in paradise. Yeah, we um, last week we did a all-encompassing, not new review on Friday Night Lights, the TV series. Uh, you can check that out if you want to go back and re-listen. If you already listened or listened for the first time, you can check us out. Now we are officially on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, so you can listen to us there. And um, we have a couple of different things that we're going to be returning to on this week's episode. Um, but uh, let's, I'll turn it back over to you to transition us into our next segment which i believe will be you getting us caught up on bachelor presents listen to your heart listen to your heart (laughs) now that was the lamest part of the first episode is that they just put a microphone in front of some random girl we didn't really know who and um she just sang that like as she walked into the house and i thought wow this is going to be just a nightmare of a show, but it is uh, pretty much the only programming that's new on TV other than whatever they're pumping out on the news stations. So as an avid bachelor fan, I'll watch whatever, as long as you put a glass of wine in my hand. And um, this one turned out to be just like, it was fine. It was better, not better. Equal to the Bachelor does the winter games during. The I was going to say, Olympics. it's right around that. Okay, it was it was fine. It was good. It was entertaining. There was a little more romance than uh, whatever happened on Winter Games. That was nonsensical. Uh, just fun to watch them doing the um, doing the. I don't think I was aware that there events. was a Winter Games. Yeah, they did it. It was it was maybe three weeks long. It wasn't super long. Um, but anyway, listen to your heart was the general gist of it is they bring in all the musicians um that I guess have entered. Um and it's kind of a way for them to make a name for themselves. So it's bachelor with right. like a musical musical twist. Trying to and, give them give get themselves a little more exposure, I assume. Uh, frankly, I I was floating the idea that this is the way to stop musicians from coming on regular bachelor and bachelorette trying right. to make a name for themselves and just like screwing people over um, for fame. I think they were trying to kind of give an outlet because musicians seem to do it over and over again because if they, Oh, did they bring their guitar? It's a very romantic. Most recently Jed. Yeah. From Hannah. Yeah. B. Most recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Winner. And then, and then, you know, what, what can he do? So, um, yeah, like she, you know, it was all a lie, but anyways, cruising on from that. So it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's full of musicians and it's okay. It's as you might expect, it's a lot of older guys, like not older, but like 28 to 33. Yeah. I want to say the median, age was, the median age was what, like, it looks like it's maybe, 30 like, for men it seems like 30 for the girls there was one girl who was like over 30 all the rest were like 25 or less even yeah, though they seemed true. a little bit and it was just like hmm, well i don't know like i don't I, I don't know that but i know that i 
it just seemed a little a little uh, lopsided age wise to me mm-hmm. through the whole thing. But you know, I, that's outside looking in. I don't really know. I uh, will much say about the, the music scene. I only watched one episode, and and the the cast did not seem to me as though they were like so young that perhaps they did not have any sort of real life experience, <laughs> which I feel like right. It seemed like a lot of them had struggled. I think it actually helped yeah. the situation because they were musicians and they probably had people say, it's like, well, you're not going to do that. Are you like what kind right. of whatever it might be that maybe they've been out on their own for a little while or they didn't go to college. So they've been living on their own, even though they were right. like one of them was 21 and it was just like, well, yeah, like it seemed, it seemed okay. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them were making their living as, you know, just regular round singers, uh, you know, at bars or uh, backup singers for albums or whatever they, they were doing. Maybe but, studio. Yeah. Doing some like studio work. Yeah. Sorry. Studio backup uh, was, was one of the, one of the girls, but so there were, there were like two main points. I don't want to get into the whole thing because sure. it was a little, it, it's fine. There's six episodes of it. If you got Hulu, go, go and watch That's it. That's actually it's my a- favorite part is that it's not, it, it doesn't seem so, I don't want to use the word intimidating, but yeah, it's like, like it's, yeah. it, it, I feel like six episodes is kind of like a good amount of time for something like this. Right. The, so I said two things, but I just thought of a third and I want to, I want to go because it, it addresses like the first like three episodes. Um, I'm going to have the hardest time. I, I don't remember names. I remember faces. I've got the shows, cast pulled up here. Thank you. Okay, so... All right. It's it's the Sheridan. I remember his name because uh-huh, it's uh-huh. a street near my house. It's Sheridan. But, and the, the love triangle between him... Right. Which I was girl, kind of introduced to in the one episode that I watched. So Julia, sure. right? Julia, and... thank you. And the other ugly guy. Is the only way I could like, ex- oh, uh, like explain it. Yeah. Because Julia is really into Brandon, right? Yes, right. So I, she I basically, this show. so you could pretty much tell like she liked the one guy, but he was like pretty hairy. He had like like the old country folk rocker kind of feel to him. Like, yeah, he's got long like a hair. Fancy, long hair. Yeah, like he was, you know, he's a little Travis Tritty. And mm-hmm. the other one was, you know, more clean cut. Brandon was more clean cut. Neither of them you would call lookers. They were both just kind of like, eh, they're fine right. looking, whatever. But and are you comparing them? Are you comparing them to like the other guys on the show? Or nah, just I'm more or less, well, because of her, I'm comparing them to each other. Okay. Okay. And I think she basically just picked one because he was more like clean cut and the other one was not. And maybe that was her style versus the other because neither of them, yeah, compared to the other guys on the show, they, they were the ugliest men on the show in Which my is opinion interesting because i feel like i only watched episode two and it seemed like brandon had his pick of pretty much any of the women like they were all right and he know, just not... like to me he was like 10 years away from looking like gary Busey. like i just didn't have <laughs> it's gonna be our that that's our barometer by the way our barometer is the gary Busey, <laughs> like... our, the very Busey <laughs> diagonal um he just whatever he there was nothing about this guy where it was just like why i mean why are you into this i don't get it and like he was into somebody else and sheridan was super into her and they sang really well together so like Mm -hmm. in my opinion if they if they stuck together they probably would have won the show 
but she very obviously thought that she was better than him, Sheridan. Right. And just like, just screwed off like the whole time and ended up sending him home. And then the other guy picked the girl that he was with, obviously. So, so Julie ended up sending Sheridan home in a later episode. Okay. I could easily have guessed that. And then, uh, who was it? Savannah? No. What was her name? Yeah. Savannah, right? Right. So basically Brandon picked. Yeah. So, so, and she thought whether it was episode two or three or maybe four, I can't remember when he got sent home. It's been a little while through this, but so she was positive that Brandon was picking her over Savannah one week when like the guys had the roses to, to give out. He didn't, he picked Savannah. So then Sheridan picked her and she obviously took it and was like, we'll make this work kind of thing. And like, everyone's just rolling their eyes. Like, oh, dude, you just like, right. You signed your own, like, your own exit here because she's not picking you next week. Right. Whatever right. it is, she's not going to do it. And they had like, yeah, what it must've been one or two really great performances. And you were like, Oh really? And she was just, uh, just miserable. Anyway. So <laughs> they, I, I did not care for her. I liked her voice and I liked the way she sang with him. They sang yeah. a rendition of, um, of uh, if the bones are good. Yeah, which I, which is in episode two, and I really enjoyed yeah. that. I was like, oh, this is wow. actually. I was like, I actually really like. I didn't think they I was were, gonna like really like any of the like duets and things that no. that would happen in the show. And I actually, I was like, wow, that's actually really enjoyable. And I feel bad because the you know there was former episodes of the show that was the only song in the whole duration that i actually enjoyed listening to oh really so i picked the perfect yeah. episode it, that was it it was that. just like wow that that was really good and now i hear the song on the radio and i'm just like eh, it's all right <laughs> like i liked theirs better right, you know right. but everything else is just like yeah yeah you, you i can tell you're covering this song kind of thing like you know it's not your song so she, she um, threw her life away essentially is what you're saying yeah and in the limo she of course cries oh she taught me so much and sheridan really showed me what i should have and a man is like maybe you just stop making terrible decisions <laughs> I, like i just i can't you look at these people and you're like you can see what excuse me what's going to happen before it actually happens right right like you can see it you're just like well you're you're way too conceited to pick him so you're going to pick the other guy right. and the other guy doesn't really like you. So, well, you're just stupid. And like, well, you would have won the show if you kept right. with this guy, but instead you decided to go home week three. So just like, to be, just to be clear, cause I'm not a hundred percent sure. The format is that essentially you're, you're the goal is for you to find somebody that you are compatible enough with for love, but then also, like, to, like love vo- and you want to vocally, continue to make music yeah right like okay do they get anything like if they i'm assuming they get yeah, like you, studio time i want to say yeah you get uh yeah you get studio time and you get a um like a four-month tour wow i mean like opening you know, major network show or whatever like pretty, yeah yeah so it, it like it's it's definitely like makes sense. one of those opportunities where it's like well you could really like use this as a springboard into a really good, you know, career. If, if, I mean, I don't know a ton about music, but I don't know what venues they're playing at, but I assume it's probably not going to be 
coffee shops, <laughs> I would guess. It's probably not going to be coffee shops, but you're probably not going to be the headliner either. So right, like you're, yeah, pro- yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. be opening not... for, yeah, you're going to be opening for a mid-level country star. You're going to be right. opening, you know, at, uh, you know, the, for you, you'll understand well, this, Daring Lake right, in New York, right? right. right? And, like the Daring Lake Amphitheater, like you're going to be right. opening there kind yeah. of thing. And great. That, that's a 10,000 person crowd or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously they're going to have, you know, whenever concerts do resume, I'm sure they'll get their chance to do that. But, um, but yeah, yeah obviously that's, that's nothing to sneeze at, you know? No, it was worth it. So or, like you keep is that the, the phrase? That you, it's not a phrase, is it? Yeah, no, nothing, no, to nothing to sneeze at. No, nothing to sneeze at. Is it? Is. I thought, I thought you were from across pond. I thought you were. <laughs> Fucking slug. We just, um, we just watched the, we've been rewatching a couple episodes of Parks and Rec. Sorry, this is totally off topic. When Andy's like, from across the pond, when it, the from guy from, the Ven- pond, from Venezuela. Venezuela. <laughs> across the pond. He said that in English accent so with a guy so clearly right, speaking right, Spanish. Right. <laughs> That's so good. Anyway. Uh, anyways okay so that was number one is just i couldn't stand her um that whole situation was like wow you really just you you watched someone flush their career down the toilet in a sense because you couldn't see past the end of your own nose yeah was, and it, wow it's, i sing really well this guy this guy doesn't like me so i'm gonna choose that guy like it's definitely interesting soul. now that you've clarified kind of what the show's uh, goals are as far as the comp- mm-hmm. competition aspect is because when I was watching it, I didn't really think, oh, they're working towards winning this competition. I was, I was right. in Bachelor Bachelorette mode where I was like, oh, they're trying to win as the you know winning couple or you know they're they're trying to pick their person and and come out as the winner in that competition, which I guess it's different and- when it's even numbers, you know, guys and girls, um, right. And so, Bachelor yeah. really downplayed the the um, uh, the prize because they wanted you to think it was all about yeah. money. So I don't, yeah. I do not I, like. I'm not surprised you thought that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they didn't do anything to the extent of making you understand that that was like the big payoff. I will say I, I they did a pretty good job. I will say I wasn't 100 percent fooled. Okay, because during uh who's it between uh jamie and uh the alleged cheater uh trevor um i believe it was oh yeah when they're like at the beach and they're busking and they were in the middle of a song and they just sort of like paused and then just kissed each other i was like okay absolutely coached coached by the producers 100 percent now probably However, throughout the entire episode, she is absolutely brutal. She has one move, and the move is to pick up her hand and put it on mm-hmm. his face, mm-hmm. just like on, on his like chin-cheek area, like low, low cheek. Mm-hmm. That's her move eight <laughs> times a performance. It's eight minimum. And she now just that's does that chemistry, while, baby. While she <laughs> sings, he plays the guitar. She touches that face and sings to him to like create that quote chemistry right, on right. stage and all it just made it look like was it was really hard for him to play the guitar <laughs> while that was happening <laughs> right. but like oh, i can't but sing I, with your hand in my yeah, face it, all this. it's just like i'm just like this is a chord progression and you're a little in the way like that is just <laughs> kind of how it felt as i was watching it that he wasn't totally happy with it like he was it's fine but 
I understand I, why you're doing it, but you're not that good at it. I have, I have a um, question. I have a question. If you sure. don't, uh, this is slightly, this, this is, this is about Jamie. Um, and th- these are, so all of my contributions to the, the brief recap of this, uh, segment is she's she's the one I couldn't stand just right, like, right. as soon as she hit the microphone she was like listen to you huh oh like, was it her well, was it you Jamie? need to go home okay yeah it was her. she I so was like, she... you need to go home <laughs> <laughs> you got to be boom out of here yeah she, she said at one point that she had been cheated on in every single relationship that she was in <laughs> and I just have so my first reaction was wow that's really shitty my second thought about that was how many relationships relationships are we talking? Because if we're talking about two or three, that's like, oh man, that's really shitty luck, almost, right? She was like, tw- she's twenty one years old, right? And so it isn't, you know, that deep into the into the snake pit of dating, I suppose. But I had the same feel as you of what are the odds? Well, what are the right, odds? It's, it's that. you just keep picking dudes that cheat <laughs> right. on you because right, not like everybody you have cheats. a type maybe yeah right yeah right. so it was that and then it was cheats. also like at what point how many relationships can we definitively say okay it's no longer that i don't want to blame the victim but like at what point is it i thought like it was her last two and and like that was okay if it was two when you're 21 years old but i was picturing like she was in like six relationships in every single when you're 21 years old what right like figure what 21 maybe relationship lasts nine months or a year right that's i kind of want to i want to say that's pretty long for a 21 year old so yeah so that's giving right but for someone to cheat on you is kind of just like well all right um, right, sure, right. maybe six to nine. Either way, you're 21, then you gotta find somebody new. It takes a while. You're devastated. You got cheated on, but I, it's probably the last two she was even counting. Which is and which then, makes it extra funny because she said every single relationship, and when you say right. it like that, you're assuming it's more than two. <laughs> but when you see that girl, that girl specifically, in the way she speaks, the way she acts, the, her mannerisms. Aren't you positive she didn't start dating until she was 19 years old? Like she probably hadn't been kissed until she was 18 and didn't start dating until she was 19. Right. Like it has nothing. And we should point out it has nothing to do with like how she looks or anything. But yes, she. No, No, she's a pretty girl, but she was very uncomfortable. No confidence. No. And Um, social mannerisms were not there. Like nothing. She just looked like just a baby deer walking for the first time, like on stage. Like she didn't know how to walk in the shoes she had on. She didn't know how to move her hands when she was around people. Right, right. Like she was just uncomfortable. Um, yeah. Probably. And I wonder how much of that is like, is being on camera. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, hard to say, I don't know her. I don't know anything about her. Right. She was, she was a sweet girl, but I also just feel like that got overplayed and mm-hmm. the reason to me that was obviously that was so brought to everyone's attention was because the guy she picked di- didn't cheat on his last girlfriend, mm-hmm. <laughs> like was talking to another girl, did nothing physically, decided to break up with his girlfriend. And because, help me with her name, New Jersey girl. 
uh, the Natasha, the one who like Natasha and was she like, came I've got a in. bombshell to drop. She came busting in like it was something real. Like Which it was they something always do that. So, it's such a bachelor thing. <laughs> it was so awful because oh my God, this, who's one, this like this one was so bad to me. She goes, my friend and you cheated on her. He's like, well, I never really cheated on her. He goes, I didn't do anything physically. I was talking to another girl, decided to break it off with her. That was it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that how a lot of kind of relationships start? That what? That just like. That like, I'm starting to have feelings for another person. So I'm going to break up with you. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of relationships. Right. There's plenty of relationships. It's not right for me to stay with you while I have feelings for them. Yeah. There's plenty of relationships that (laughs) start because somebody is unhappy in a current relationship. <laughs> like, right. So they're like, mm, I might want to start a new relationship. Yeah. And they've met someone that is, has a little spark. So they break up with their current relationship and they go with their new one. And I just, yes, I, I wouldn't call that rare. I would not. I wouldn't call that rare. And I wouldn't call that necessarily cheating. If it went on for months or a year where you were right. emotionally invested in this person. Right. And, you know, starving this person of affection. Well, that is emotional cheating, I guess. From the sound of how this all happened, it just seemed like he like it kind of fizzled on the one, met someone new, waited yeah, maybe a month of and no talking one's denying to the that that's probably a bummer for whoever he was dating. Uh, but yeah, it's a it bummer to get broken up with no matter what happens. Right, right. <laughs> like it's just if you still like the guy, it's a bummer. I'm sorry, right. but she brought it in like she was just about yeah. to yeah. drop C4 in the pool. Yeah, and then and the next like, episode. Oh my god! The next episode, it was gone. It was yeah. just like, well, I'm into this now. Like she never mentioned it again. It was like she did not. She was not friends with that person. Well, and I also the producers just told her uh, this person, this do it. And she was gone. Like, she was like, okay, I did that part. Now I'm like, now I'm going to keep her. So here's, here's what I also, what confused me about her entrance onto the show, which is the episode that I watched was Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, is this person just here to deliver some troubling news? And then she's just going to (laughs) leave. Cause that was like my, I was like, oh yeah. But then she became a contestant and I was like, yeah, right. And she actually has a very good voice. Oh, um, for sure. But, but I just thought it was funny was... that that happened at the beginning. Like she busted on and was like, I've got this bombshell drop. And then at the end of the episode, she's like, you know, they're interviewing her. And she's like, I just really feel like I have a connection with this guy. And I was like, you just right. got here. Got... <laughs> that was it. It was so, it was, if, if you, if you they tried to slip that minutes, under our radar. Right. If you miss the first 10 or 15 minutes of the show, you miss the whole cheating thing. And then all of a sudden it, you were off to the races right. and none of it mattered right. because it never came up between the couple that it like mattered to. And it never came up with her again. Right. It was completely just like, well, this isn't an angle we're going to keep shooting and be on your way. Everyone. Like yeah. It was yeah. so bad. So oh, bad. Oh man. Bachelor. But to circle back, okay. I'm just going to fly through these, these two little things I have okay, so that yeah, we can get yeah. on to uh, get on to the rest of our, our lovely uh, recap show. But, okay, so I heard the most PC way of breaking up with someone or, or of shutting someone down more or less that I ever have. And, it, and ironically, it came on Bachelor. And it was, it was 
you said Brandon, he was in the love triangle. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, the guy that every every girl wanted, I guess. Right. So it was it was two two women wanted him. Um, it was Brandon and <laughs> it felt so, like a lot. Well, there's only like six people there. Right, right. Everybody wanted this motherfucker. Right. Um, okay, so Savannah, Savannah was the other girl, I believe, yeah. in the triangle that mm-hmm. he ended up picking to be with. But then their singing was really just, I mean, I could have sang with her better than he did. But and it, it, it was, I don't sing. It's not a good thing. Um, she goes, I'm falling in love with you. And he replies, you're you're very courageous for speaking your truth. Oh my God, it's so bachelor. He does not respond with "I'm falling in love with you." I care about you. I'm just like that's that. Wow, thank you so much. You're very courageous for. Speaking oh my your God. Truth. I. Did she call him on it, or was she just like, "Oh, that's so nice." It was one of those like you kind of just want right, right. Like yeah. you wish you could put your own the... sound effects into Bachelor. Uh, no, the heart balloon deflated. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I couldn't. Bl- I was like, "Wow, the balls on you, dude! <laughs> the balls on you to say you're very courageous for speaking your truth. No one can get upset with you. It's so uncomfortable. Right. But it's the equivalent of saying, "I love you. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. That's like what every sitcom has done right, since right. 1993." Thank you. When the person says, I love right. you, this guy just pulled off in real life to a degree, right. real life to a degree. But it's like, you're, well, you're, you're very courageous for speaking your truth. Oh my like, gosh. Like she was a woman that was just like sexually assaulted or advanced on. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. What a like, strange, speak your truth. Like, like, right. Like, right. I feel like someone gave him a catchphrase. Like this witness needs to come like, forward and speak their truth. Yeah. Speak their tell truth, tell right? your story. Right, I feel comfortable speaking my truth now. That blah blah blah. <laughs> like I feel like he pulled it out of the fucking headlines, right? And was just like, "Oh, you're very courageous." For so did he end up with truth. anybody? Because no, he got right. sent home that week because he's boom. a dick. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> yep. Boom. There, out of there. That's right. He's done. We've had it with with Brandon. Then there is a Brandon God. there. No, he's not. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. We've had it with him. And the other one, I had you listen to this before the show. Um, so they bring back previous contestants to judge um, performances. And they brought back Ari and Lauren, where there was, this was pre-you watching Bachelor, I think. But mm-hmm. they, um, Ari picked somebody else and then decided, it was down to the final two. He mm-hmm. It went with another girl and then said, oh, you know what? Um, I think I, I want Lauren. And so he took the engagement back basically and ended up, I think, marrying Lauren. Um, they're, I think they're married now. Anyways, so to a lot of scrutiny, uh, which is ironic because a guy did this with like, he was like the third bachelor and he did it. And he's like the most beloved bachelor ever now. Um, people just because like he, loved because he reneged on his not not necessarily because he reneged, but just because they're good together. But like it's just one of those things. Uh, Jason Mesnick is his name, and Molly. Uh, but they just yeah, wait. Is he I, the I guy who's know. on Bachelor in Paradise? No, 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 no. no, no. Um, mind, mind, you mean as the bartender? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, that's, that's Wells. Him. Oh, okay. Right, was, right, right. Wells was a contestant. That's right. And then he has like a regular job and stuff, or he did before he became a personality. And um, no, now he's uh, he's engaged to, uh, you know this or don't, um, the oldest sister from Modern Family. I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Haley. I think you did Haley in the show, but I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, no, they just like, they kind of sparked up a conversation over Twitter. And I guess like she had a thing for him from the bachelor season and <laughs> celebrities are weird, up, man. <laughs> it just, it just happened, but he comes back because he is, he's funny. He's a personality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, no, it totally like, like yeah. it works on the show. And it's sort of like he made like the ultimate best situation out of like being, oh, he does you know what I mean? Like the yeah. coolest, he got the coolest job from being a contestant on. Yeah, the show. he's in my running to uh, to replace Chris Harrison. Um, oh, that'd be gonna, cool. Yeah, if they're gonna pick a former contestant, I have two. If Chris Harrison I, ever leaves the show, yeah, if he leaves the show, I think sooner or later he he might. But it, um, or maybe the show ends. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it would be Ben Higgins or or it would be Wells for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't matter. The other thing. Okay, so Lauren says and she's talking about uh the awkward girl that we were just talking jamie about. Uh, mm-hmm. jamie thank you so much and the previous her uh, emotionally cheating boyfriend apparently Trevor. is a formal uh american idol contestant that's right yeah and yeah, yeah. she's so lauren says um i think you guys have a goofiness between you but she mumbles and without a doubt, and I and I shit you not, I watched this thing five or six times, and it sounds like it sound or, or it, I think you guys have a good penis between you. <laughs> it just sounds like a good penis between you every time she says it, and like as how many times her, she, did you watch it back? Like five, six <laughs> before, and then we turned. We had to close, put the closed captioning on, and right. it was like, well. What the hell is she saying? Because they wouldn't let her just say a good penis between you two. Right. Like, they just wouldn't. That's not how this works, all right? This right. is ABC. It's owned by Disney. They're not going to just right, right. have good penis between you. They They're tried to, gonna... yeah. Some producer was like, we're just going to slip it in. Because, gonna... right, no pun like, intended. <laughs> right. It, like, the way they snuck in, like, just penises into kids' movies in the, into, like, Aladdin Apparently, and, like, yeah, all yeah, other, yeah, like, whatever, things. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know what? She said good penis. Good penis. You know All what? Right, it, I think in. it's so she said it was after nine. <laughs> Who cares? The way that she said goofiness was like, I when I listened to it a couple of times, I was like, she 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 says it weird. Like she mm-hmm. said, yeah. So I'm not a crazy person. Goofiness. Like she puts too much emphasis and like, uh, I guess length. Uh, I can't say words without I, making a pun or <laughs> some sort I of feel like, yeah, that. right. Uh, she puts a little too much length in the good penis. Uh, <laughs> let's see how long we can go. But is this yeah, the end of it? Or is yeah. that- <laughs> it's the way that she draws that out. The good of of the goofiness. Yeah. It it's makes it good, sound good. It's a good goofiness between it. it. I promise, go back. If you if you know that I think it sounds like good penis, I promise if you go and listen to episode five when it she is speaks. Episode five, one hour and what did we say? 50 it, seconds? It's, a, it's, oh. almost a, it's, it's almost a minute, in, or excuse me, an hour. 101, minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 101.50 or something. Right. 
and you will see the good penis between them. And <laughs> it's really, and it was just like, because it was like relatively just like a body bumping kind of sexual performance. She was touching the lower cheek and all that stuff. And it really could have been good penis. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and ABC just put the old closed captioning. You know, maybe it, maybe it should have been, and they really missed. You know, they've maybe that's what she meant. She's like, well, me and Ari have a good penis, penis <laughs> and that that's why it's working. Like, I don't know, I don't know the what best she advice thinks. they could give. Yeah, right. It was just like, well, just make sure the dick's good. Like, <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> oh, After all, shame. isn't isn't that what this show is just all right, about? Basically, yeah. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. Well, it's for our entertainment, and I enjoy it. It yeah. used to be a better, but who am I to stop watching something that uh, I, I get to just mock for? Oh, for sure. You know, well, with no one getting hurt, that's what I'm looking for. Right. All right, uh, that's yeah. enough for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you for you... the indulging. Oh, of course. I actually, I was like. A little disappointing that I didn't watch the whole thing. I don't think I'll go back and watch it now that we've already probably discussed all that we're going to discuss about it. But you got all the good parts, right? I, I was like, I feel parts. like I know so much about the show just based on that one episode, right? And it was just, eh, eh, it's fine, right? Like they're really not too much else happened from then until the end. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to a segment that we have done a few times on the show called Partial Recall. And I got to tell you, every time we do this, I get more and more nervous that not because I think I'm going to lose, but because I'm like, can we still do this as a segment if I figure out that I'm just not as good at this as I thought I was? But we're going to we're going to see. We're going to find it's out. It may it may at some point just transition to you come up with some to stump you. Yeah. If that, well, who knows, but I, for now I love it as a, as a nice, as yeah, a nice yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's still fun. And there's, there's one in here. If you don't get it, I think we have to just end it. <laughs> we'll just end the episode. Just That'll fun. be it. You heard it here first. <laughs> and that was the end of the that episode. was partial recall. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you, so then, do you want to go or do you want to pitch first or should um do you want me to pitch first no no i'll i'll give you um i'll okay. give you last ups mm. so you would pitch oh, first oh yes got it yeah <laughs> i'm space following along all right <laughs> okay uh this first one is i hope okay i'm this is I think this might be the hardest one that I have. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, give it, give it first. Let's, let's. Here's the that. line. Are you classified as human? Oh my! All right. Hmm. Are you classified as human? We're gonna go hints on this one. That, that's not just. Okay. 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 Uh. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with a big hint. Um, sure. This film stars Bruce Willis. Are you classified as human? It is Bruce Willis. 
I'm not like I, I saw all the diehards recently. Like I'm just starting to get into Bruce Willis. It's That's not. Kind of it's thing. not. Yeah, it's not any of the diehards, which I know no, no, makes no, up like quite a bit of his. <laughs> no, I know. I'm trying to remember what the heck he was in. Was he? In- There's actually like quite a you, few. You wouldn't do that to me, and I don't think he's in this. Because that's a movie that's just not like real AI. That that just wasn't a movie that was. No, do you remember AI? It was like the only other movie the kid from uh, the Sixth Sense. Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's, that's who I picture when. Yeah. Uh, this is. I guess you would uh, categorize Bruce it as sci-fi. Lee. Yeah. Oh, this is rough. Uh, it's a it's a tough starting line, I think. But um, uh, what's another like subtle? This all right. This will. I'm just gonna say it may not. I'm gonna though, go for like, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Chris Tucker is also in this. This is like one of his. I want to say this is like a breakout role for him too. Chris Tucker, Bruce Willis. Is it Blue Streak? No. No. Well, I give. I. I. I honestly, I do. I give. I don't have this. There's Chris this. Tucker was never my favorite, and Bruce Willis is just. Well, here's some other people who are in this. Gary Oldman. Um. Sounds like something you should see. I just don't. So it, uh, you've done, I'm pr- you must have seen this. Although I'm now I'm really I curious. Promise, I promise. I promise. I haven't. Okay, uh, this is the Fifth Element. Mm, I have not. Really, you haven't seen it? Ha- oh man, no. this is like one of the best lines on the. So that's so interesting. It's on my okay. list. So yeah, you definitely should. He, it's it's a very funny movie. Which not that that's like surprising or weird for bruce willis but um or chris Tucker, yeah right right yeah um so the line is the the police come to so uh bruce willis's character is corbin dallas okay and the, the police come to his Jeez, like, that apartment freaking name i know right yeah it's such a great <laughs> it's such a great name so they come to his apartment and they're the police are like are you classified as human and he says, negative, I am a meat popsicle. It's like one of the best lines in the movie. <laughs> and then he like, I think he like shoots the the robot guy. Yeah, yeah. Or I, I don't even remember. It's been a while since I've seen the, the fifth element, but anyway. Yeah, it's like a pretty like crazy like, number of people. Oh yeah, yeah. It's okay. I would consider it a classic for sure. All right. It's definitely a. Uh, in fact, I kind of want to watch it now. Um, Having a Chris Tucker, right? Uh, good question. You know, just I mean, saying. He, I'm remembering Rush Hour two, right, Rush right. Hour three, and then it was just like there was no more. Yeah, he hasn't really been in anything since the Rush Hour movie. I mean, he was in Silver Linings Playbook. What's it? Yeah, what? according to he was Danny McDaniel's. Oh. I don't I'll have to go back and watch that. That was a good movie. Sad, but good. Well, it, uh, happy in the end, but it was just, there were some rough moments. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. 
Well, you gave me that one, so now I have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm going to take your mother, Dorothy Mantooth, out to a nice seafood dinner and never call her again. <laughs> this is Anchorman. Very good. Ding. And it is, ah, dang it, it's the guy who plays Packer in The Office. Yeah, he, he's the deliverer. What is his of name line? in... Uh, it he's yeah. saying it to uh Wes Mantooth, right? Yes, he is. And he yep. said he And well, how does Wes Mantooth he says, respond? Like, you son of a bitch or something. I don't think that's right though. It's not right. It is one of the it is maybe the best line in the movie. Oh, oh, most- she's a saint, right? <laughs> he's like he's like uh Miss He doesn't say what I don't remember her name is, but he's I'll like something it. Mantooth is a saint. Thing. He says, Dorothy Mantooth is Dorothy a saint. Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> Do you understand me? Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. That uh, I was, was thinking, I, I feel lucky. That's maybe my favorite interaction of, the, of that whole. Oh, for sure. My brother and I will do that in just little moments. <laughs> just, we're just like, I will take your mother, Dorothy Mantooth. <laughs> like, it's so obscure because we right. But right. like, it's just Dorothy Mantooth is a right. And like, the way that he delivers the like, it, like right. it's such a threat. He's so <laughs> like upset. the worst right. thing that he could do to, to yes. his mother. So right. Good. But for like, yeah, for uh, for those of you who don't, I live like three blocks from my brother, and um, so like I'll just like drive my car by sometimes, and he'll be out with his daughter like playing or whatever, and I'll just yell at the window, just Dorothy Mantooth is a saint, and just, <laughs> just like drive by. We just have a couple little lines where like things just spill out like that. But yes, all right, uh, I'm, all right. It's a three zero, man. Three zero. Okay, so, uh, I, you know, mid mid game, I'm proposing some. We've never discussed this before. I don't think we've actually done this, but I think we should start allowing for even like two lines leading up to the line that you have to get. Um, this one is, is a pretty good example. So for, so, so for you, for example, there's three characters. The first character says, do you like apples? The second character says, yeah. What is the third line? Well, I got a number. How do you like damn apples? <laughs> exactly. So right. if you want like the, yeah, right. So Goodwill Hunting, uh, Matt Damon. Right, right. Um, so if you want, and that's that's as good as my Boston accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Other than, no, I mean, other than I can do, I can do two other H words. We went to Boston, like this was years. I mean, probably always Connor. He's five, so. It's probably three or four years ago. And uh, we had a cabbie who like, I didn't realize was missing teeth. I didn't realize he like looked weird. We like hopped in the cab and we're just like, Hey, like we want to go to the Sam Adams brewery. He goes, ah, nah, you don't want to go there. <laughs> and I go, no, we did uh, Sam Adams brewery. And he's just like, no, nah, you want to go to Apoon? I go, I don't know what that <laughs> is. Like I know Harpoon Brewery, but he goes right, Apoon, right. and I'm like it takes me a second. Like Lindsay turns over, she goes, "It's Harpoon." Goes, oh, right, yeah. No, well, I've heard. He's it's like, good, I'll handle we this. Thinking, right. He goes, "It's down by the Abba," and I go, "It's by the what?" He goes, "It's down by the Abba." You go down, <laughs> yeah, you get some but, dinner, you do it, and I was just like, 
it wasn't even the haba it was right right Habba. like there was no h involved in that it was even what? thicker than like a cartoon what? boston accent yeah and i was just like yeah, sure we're, we're in yeah let it take us like i wanted seafood anyway so we were in we we're in the mood and he was uh, the whole way there he's telling us about comic-con comic-con there's this comic-con <laughs> no nah, they're mostly they're fr- they're fucking freaks but they're mostly harmless so like he just they're mostly hard they're fucking freaks right but they're mostly did he harmless. have like a little bit of irish He's, I mean, most of them, which are, would make sense. Yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, sure. But, um, it, you know, it's a heavily, heavily Irish area, but like, it was just one of those, it was one of those camp rides where I turned to Lynn. So when I got out and go, I'm not sure most of what he was saying there. <laughs> and I know she, great guy. Yeah, I have no idea yeah, great guy. Great. But like, I can't hear about Comic-Con without thinking they're right. yeah, harmless. <laughs> like uh, you're a weirdo. And then the word Harbor, like, Lindsay doesn't even continue her sentence anymore until I go down by the ABBA. Like, poor girl. <laughs> she like, she just, yeah. poor girl. She knows, she, knows she, has she has to wait, wait. for me yeah. to say yeah. ABBA. Um, <laughs> because the toothless cab driver made us, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> makes me say it. Anyways. Oh, all right. So we are what? We're 3-3. Three, three. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that, especially with an obscure yeah. line um, mm-hmm. like that. Uh, no problem. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you give to me. So it's. Uh, all right, so your ops. Um, okay, if you want me to take a dump in a in a box and mark it guaranteed, I will. Damn it! Oh, I can do it in a better voice as a hint, but it. Uh, I think I might need it. Okay. If you want me to take a dump in a box and mark it guaranteed, I will. Oh, shit. I can... Oh, man. That voice is very familiar. Uh, I'm sure I've seen it. You've definitely seen it. The character... Well, he's not a character. It's it's, it's a movie, but... Right. Can I get a hint? act... Uh, the actor on Saturday Night Live lived in a van down by uh, the river. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, if you want me to take a dump in a box and marking guaranteed, I will. Is it Tommy God Boy? Time. It is Tommy Boy. Okay. Is the movie. Right. Dang. Starring um, Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. What is the second? What's the next line? You want me to take a dump in a box and marking guaranteed I will. I've almost said it like 16 times because it goes so easily with the I know. Like once you say it, it's there, like kind of thing. It's in the crazy glue sniffer rant that he has in the break uh <sighs> pad department. You know, it, that's a movie that I really feel like I need to rewatch. Which I, one... I think I've only, I think I've seen it once. Oh, all right, is... well. Which is a bummer yeah. because I feel like you, I feel like you have quoted it. Well, it's just got some good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got some good ones that work well with a lot of life, but it. Um, All right, I'm I. Uh, I, I throw in the towel. I'm right. trying to get the line. If you want me to take a dump in a box and mark it guaranteed, I will. I've got spare time. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I okay. got spare time. Yeah. He's just like, that's like, oh, that. He's yeah, that. confronting confronting the guy. Yeah, he's just like, like maybe the guarantee fairy will bring you a nice warm, <laughs> you know, he just, a whole thing. He's like, yeah, it makes a man feel good. He's like, hey, if you want me to take a dump in a box, <laughs> Mark you, Chris Farley was so good at like making it sound like just that he that he was going off the cuff constantly. And I'm sure like he, like, I mean, he was good at improv, obviously, but sure, yeah, I don't know, just. Man, what a legend. Right. What a legend. Very good. Very good. All right. Uh, this one for you. This is another three character uh, bit. Okay. Um, so here's the first character. I just think, like, he hates me. I really think he wants to kill me. He doesn't, next character, he doesn't really want to kill you. Sometimes we just say that third character no actually the boy is quite astute i'm really trying to kill him but so far unsuccessfully he, oh my god i totally fucked it up you're supposed to <laughs> i gave you the answer well it's all awesome right, well, powers get, right right can you get the last part of that line i guess there's three sentences he says okay, no so actually the, the boy, boy is quite, is quite astute. astute i am trying to kill him but so far unsuccessfully and there's one so more far unsuccessfully bit. i'd like his is it something like he like he wants his plasma or he wants his no oh no the boy he, he proves to be quite wily or something like that <laughs> yeah that's basically it yeah he's quite like, wily like his old man he's quite wily like his old man i, I, mean, oh, I, got, right. I got carried away with with like <laughs> I remember it so well. You couldn't not do the voice either. Right. right yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, the boy is quite astute. I am trying to kill him. <laughs> awesome Powers is like I so when I was looking this when I was looking this up, I was like, oh man, Austin Powers. And I was trying to decide whether I should feel any sort of shame for thinking like about how much I really loved that movie. Yeah, because it's because there's a lot of it that's very stupid humor. But I was like, you know, I was like, you know what? No, that actually that movie would probably still make me laugh quite a bit if I rewatched it. Like it just, still does. I watched it a year ago. They're did you good. really? Yeah. yeah. That and the spy who shagged me. I was not a big fan of like Gold Member. Mm-hmm. I liked the I liked the first two more than I I liked the uh, the third. I mean, I think they but, get. I mean, the first one is the best, obviously. Right. Yeah. But they, no, they, they are very good. Um, all right. What are we going to do there? All right. Six, four, right? Six, four ish. I mean, we can call it five, four if, uh, you give a little extra. All right. Well, now I really got to. Cause this one I really want to do just cause it's fun for me. <laughs> and then. No, no, I, I want to do the one that's fun for me. It's okay. been a hard fucking right. week. Yeah, yeah. All right. You, you've earned it. Maybe I have, I got a, I got a <laughs> bottle of Woodford staring me right in the face. Right. Maybe I have earned it. 
here goes. I sped. I followed too closely. I ran a stop sign. I almost hit a Chevy. <laughs> I sped some more. I failed to yield at a crosswalk. I changed lanes at the intersection. I claims ways without signaling while running a red light and speeding. <laughs> Is that it? No. What's the follow-up? Uh, okay, well, it's liar, liar. It is liar, liar. Jim Carrey. And uh, is that it? While running a red light and speeding. Is that, is that it? it? No. Uh, what does he say? Damn it. I can't. I'm trying to remember if it has anything to do with like what's in his car no it's something about unpaid isn't it unpaid parking tickets and he it pops up in the yeah he yeah. pops up in the glove box and they like i have unpaid parking tickets i have unpaid parking tickets <laughs> and it's like an accordion that just flies out of his fucking glove oh, box man. is that it he's just like in paint no right. i have unpaid parking tickets <laughs> Oh man, that was that was a very very that was delivered very very well. I have to I have to say. Ah, uh, it's it's just one. Of my, yeah, I almost had a Chevy. I spent some more. <laughs> like I just the that emphasis on the word Chevy. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, he is so good. Mm-hmm. He's so good. I wish he had kind of just like stopped. Like I wish he never did. Yes, man. Like I wish he kind of yeah. just retired a little and just did like voice acting because he was so funny. Yeah. But, well, now he's doing art or something. I don't know. He, well, it was on Comedians st- in Cars when he was on an episode. Yeah. I, I, well, he's still doing things. Right. I know. So anyway, weird one. All right. Well, first victory there, sir. Wait. Oh, wait. That wait, was it. I, you I just win? won. Oh, you wow. Just won. You just took down. That, yeah. That's. It was right. It was six to champ. four. Right, it was six to four. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, and I think now it's seven, to, <clears throat> seven to six. It should be stated that you did provide what I would consider things that were definitely easier for me to get. I don't know these; these may have been like uh, the most softball esque. <laughs> Nothing against softball, but I guess let's say wiffle ball. You're you're, you're allowed to insult. <laughs> All right. If you don't like a sport, you don't have to like. Well, that's it. true. Why? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to. I don't want anyone to think that I could actually play softball. We're not <laughs> discussing yeah, yeah, yeah. major anyway. softball. We're talking bar right, right. softball. Everyone just settle their shit. <laughs> all right. We're fine. <laughs> now right. that was all right. Well, I would call that a successful uh, partial recall, not be necessarily because I won, but that does make me feel a little bit more confident. Uh, moving well, forward so nice hand enjoy the chips i have a little <laughs> bit of i have a little bit of woodford to take for the loss here yeah, we'll, yeah. Um, oh hurts. that'll be you're gonna save that for last call is this how you feel all the time <laughs> do you, no i'll probably you gotta, just do it now for the heck yeah of yeah all before right. we get into one of the best movies on netflix currently that you haven't heard of that's All right. right. Cheers. Yes. Nice cheers. Win. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate well, it. I almost hit a Chevy. I spent some more. 
Um, so yeah, so as Scott mentioned, we decided we wanted to do another kind of not new review. Um, this is going to be about, uh, I guess we should say, Dax Shepard and David Palmer's Hit and Run, a movie from 2012. You can currently watch it on Netflix. Has a pretty awesome cast. We'll get into that in a minute. One of the better casts you could see for a uh, he he talks about it on his podcast, right? Like he, I don't know how much he's mentioned to it, it he, in some of the episodes. He that talks I've about hit and run. Listen, he made hit Zach and Shepard's run. Podcast. Right, he made hit and run for two million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw that. Yeah, it, yeah, it it made more money than that, it like fifteen million. Yeah, sure. And uh, it ended up getting him chips, I believe. Um, and then chips made money as well, but it, um, you know, not what he wanted it to be. Anyway. Um, long story getting longer, funny movie, great cast. Let's name some of the people that you like, didn't expect to be in this movie. (laughs) Right. I mean, so I think when you first mentioned it to me, uh, I, I think I just started listening to armchair expert with Dax Shepard also on your recommendation. And, and I should point out that both Scott and I are huge fans of that podcast, uh, for very similar reasons i think um and and i'm you know i'm assuming at some point we'll we'll get into that more but um so i think one of the things that i uh noticed right away from watching it and i think part part of this was alluded to or implied by dax directly on his podcast but it definitely i get the feeling that he was like i'm gonna write this movie and i want my friends to be in it and it's going to be really fun. And I, and it, it really and, feels like that's what happened. And that's so, the exact, that's, that's how I thought it was too. It was just right. like, it was me calling you and all the, and right. all our frat buddies up and be like, Hey guys, guess what? Like somebody yeah. gave me two mil for a movie right. and right. I want you all to be in it. We're going to have a great time. It's we're going to do a, some yeah. funny stuff in cars it's and we're just going to, Yeah. Like, just show up. We're going to have some fun, and that'll be it. Like, he just, yeah, he hired a corral of his buddies in his movie, and that was it. And I thought it was, I thought it was great. It came, it showed in every part of it. Yeah. And um, so, so you can see Kristen Bell as uh, the co star to Dax Shepard in this. Um, yes. We love Kristen Bell. She's fantastic in pretty much everything that I've seen her in. Um, most recently, um, the good place. Um, she, she's awesome in that. Um, but I love the, the other, like it's cast so well, Tom Arnold plays us Marshall and is as like bizarre and wacky as Tom Arnold can be (laughs) as a law enforcement officer. I had, I had like the worst impression of Tom Arnold. And then I watched this movie. I'm like, this guy's amazing. (laughs) Like I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael yeah. Rosenbaum, another great like casting choice. Again, like I believe, I think is friends with them. Like um, very good, yeah. yeah he's yeah, yeah, very yeah. good friends with uh, with them. And um, Armchair Expert actually only exists because Dax went on uh, Michael's podcast, mm. which is called Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. And as Dax cleverly says. Rosenbaum can't make coffee. How the hell is he doing this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) And decided that if he can do it, I can definitely do it. And um, Right. 
Well, so they're both very good. If, yeah, yeah. if you if you're interested in any kind of introspective view on yourself, you want to know a little bit mm-hmm. about celebrities, what they went through, but then also um, it really humanizes a lot yeah, of celebrities that you're that you're yeah. you just don't necessarily yeah like you you ne- maybe you haven't heard right. interviews with them or anything and 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 especially yeah. separate from all of the late night interviews which don't tend to really provide you with a whole lot of substance no offense uh that's not really what they're meant for they're really meant to kind of promote you know whatever new project they're meant to promote movies they're meant to right. make it seem like the person is happy and fun and 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 a great person on these, it's usually well. It's almost exclusively done sober. It's done mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and in in a very honest and open manner. In a way that uh, talk shows won't probe you, but they will because you know uh, the way they do it is that uh, Dex offers exclusive editing to the guests. So oh, okay, I didn't know they, that. He does. He he allows them to be part of the editing process to say, I don't want this in there. I don't want that in there. Um, Which I think is totally reasonable. I mean, sure. But a lot of people end up saying, you know what? Just leave it. Yeah. That's fine. Like that. That's okay. That's this is okay. Like um, people end up being a lot more honest than they intended to be. And um, it makes the conversation excellent. But for me, it's, it's, it's Dex uh, reflection mm-hmm. on these things. Um, He's a recovering, excuse me, recovering drug user, recovering alcoholic, um, and, you know, 12 years sober, but he continuously, he's a sponsor in AA, he goes mm-hmm. day to There's a lot of that to it where, you know, obviously really odd on a, on a show that promotes drinking and being in a pub as we do, but it's, <laughs> right. a, um, it's an introspective look on yourself uh, for during the day for how you could be a better spouse, how you could be a better right. friend, how you could be um, just a better person in general yeah. and how and they, you can really um, better yourself. They, he's and, talked about too, like using the AA steps and, and guidance and principles just in your daily life. And I think sure. that that's, you know, that, that, that makes total sense. And I also think um, that while, you know, I don't, necessarily know whether or not AA is completely effective for everybody, all types of people. Um, it definitely seems pretty obvious that Dax Shepard is somebody who really benefited from that experience. And I think, you know, I think it's great that he um, provides sort of a forum or a space to share the experience in a positive way. Like you said, um, sort right. of as like a, a look at how you can apply those things to to your daily life. So, but sure. so some other people who are in this film. <laughs> Sorry, I know. So we took no, a weird turn there. That, that was a promotion of that. Yeah, but there's a real reason that that was in. Yes. Like you know, I I've had the best year of my life because of that podcast. Because not because of a drinking problem or a drug problem, but because introspectively it makes me look at myself. Yeah. So it, you don't have to take it all so seriously you can go listen to it and laugh and learn about your favorite celebrities and it's all lovely i just think he's 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 good for your ears is what i believe yeah um but this movie is good for your belly laughs yeah um well and it's it's a goofball of a movie yes and you just mentioned something that i thought of early today sort of like as a good segue about um 
this movie does not take itself super seriously as right. a car chase you know what like it it finds itself in an appropriate niche and just does that really well um the cast is fantastic uh right. we so we already mentioned michael rosenbaum who if you don't know is lex luther on smallville i think that's that's what i knew him best from <clears throat> um yeah it, it's his most uh known role right for sure i mean it was seven years on smallville right. so yeah 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 yep. um Kristen shenoweth uh is a famous broadway um performer um, she originated the role of uh, I think Glinda on uh, in Wicked, and she's done a lot of other stuff as well. Um, we already mentioned Tom Arnold. Bradley Cooper <laughs> plays like the villain, <laughs> sort of in in the film. Uh, Bo Bridges makes an appearance. Jason Bateman makes an appearance, uh, and like you had said, and you were absolutely right, he that it's like the perfect little bit appearance for Jason Bateman. Um, at the right. end of the play, it's, it's abs- 100% like fantastic. Joy Bryant, who I actually didn't know a ton about, only that she was also in Parenthood with. with yes, him, right? she was. She was actually Dax's uh, wife on the show. In oh, Parenthood. okay. Um, and um, yeah, mo- mo- you know, mother of his children, mm-hmm. and yeah, and uh, Tom Arnold. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> it's just hard to see Bradley Cooper as he is in this movie. Oh, it's it's um, fantastic. If you haven't seen it, essentially all you need to picture is Bradley Cooper wearing like tinted aviators. Uh, he's got dreadlocks and he's wearing a leisure suit, right? That's essentially yeah. what he like walks around. <laughs> he just fantastic. he he just like yeah, right? It's a some kind of tracksuit, whatever. He just right. walks around and he's an animal lover. And he's just... Kind of <laughs> right. It's like a, a like, very aggressive, like, animal rights uh, guy, But also, yeah. like, criminal heist. Right? Because they... they, they uh, I mean, we don't want to... Uh, again, like, we don't really need to worry too again, much Again, the movie's but, as old as it could be. Right, right. So right. go back and watch it. But it's... Um, like this is the not spoiler spoiler show. Like we're we're gonna talk about the movie. Right, right. So Bradley because... Cooper leads the uh their their group of uh I mean, they're bank robbers, right? They they yep. robbed yeah, yeah. They, so they robbed uh thirteen banks. Dax Shepard their... is the getaway driver. This is yep. this doesn't take place in the movie, but this is like le- you know, this is in their past, like the backstory for the characters. Right. Um but uh, and, and I guess yeah, Dax is the as they call the wheel man, right? And um, right. So Bradley Cooper and sorry, I had it up just one second ago. His name is where are you? Alex. Ryan Hansen. Oh, Ryan yeah, Hansen yeah. is plays? the other right. Yeah, who plays Alan? Who uh, they go in and rob the bank. Dax is the getaway driver. Um, and so Dax ends up testifying against them uh, uh, and they go to jail and he does not. He goes into witness protection and goes to this small town and is in witness protection and meets Kristen Bell. Whose name is Annie Bean, which I think is like the perfect alternate timeline name for Kristen Bell. (laughs) Kristen Bell, right. And Tom Arnold is his U.S. Marshal uh, handler i guess 
handler, uh, however yeah. you want to say, for witness protection named Randy Anderson, who has a significant <laughs> Randy problem. Randy Anderson is also Randy like, Anderson, who has his, like, name. He doesn't have a like a squad car. He doesn't have anything. He has a Dodge <laughs> Caravan minivan right. that he continuously bangs up and crashes. And he cannot, for the life of him, keep his gun from, yeah keep from firing his weapon yeah <laughs> that opening scene where he's firing at his car with the two small girls in the front lawn and he's <laughs> right right and then i mean charlie's I like what that. are you doing <laughs> what the hell are you doing man <laughs> like, yeah fire your gun and like these are my neighbors like it's a whole <laughs> where and they're living where are they living again? Because it's now because they have to drive to LA, but I can't hang on, remember. Maybe where it's, they, in yeah, it's, it's in here um, too. Uh, Milton, 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 California. Oh, they're in they're in California. Oh, they are so? in California. Yeah, yeah. He's in. That's a pretty in. rough. That's a pretty rough witness protection. That it's like so if, close to where it was in the same state, <laughs> right? Like. Right. All right. Well, we didn't think that one all the way through. Anyway, yeah, it, was well, it, had, it had to be within so, driving distance, or else the <laughs> movie doesn't make sense. Did I know? But like, you could just as easily probably be in Nevada somewhere or something, you know, out of the range. It, what, right. it doesn't. Well, we'll, it doesn't we'll bring matter. it up when we, you know, when we have Dax Shepard on the, the show. Movie someday. Is, yeah, someday. The movie <laughs> is excellent. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum plays the crazy ex-boyfriend who follows them on their drive to. Um, Los Angeles. He's perfect, by the way, as as like just like the obsessed has not gotten over. Yeah, just like right. insane ex boyfriend. He's great. I loved him. Yeah, he was great. Um, right, Bradley Cooper, tracksuit, dreadlocks, animal lover, um, and in general, just takes people's dogs if they he thinks they're mistreated. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, and Tom Arnold just firing his weapon into crowds. <laughs> you fired your you fired your firearm at a baseball game? Hey, <laughs> nobody did anybody get killed? No, nobody got killed. But <laughs> he's so defensive of the entire right. situation. Um, right. And then isn't Charlie's like is like, yeah, but there's like a lot of people. It seems kind of weird that like, <laughs> like, yeah, or like kind of lucky that like, that like right. nobody actually got hit or yeah. It was so, it's just such a, as you said, a romp. It's it is. just kind of like a, what are we doing here? This yeah. is so goofy. And and I, I was thinking about this too. One of the reasons why I really, why I enjoyed it too, is that like, I mean, a, a lot of action movies don't tend to be too long. I feel like that's by design. Um, mm-hmm. I, it, obviously I wouldn't compare Hit and Run to the Fast and the Furious movies, but I do feel like, hit and run is sort of like a perfect length it i think it's like an yeah. hour and, and a half an hour yeah it's like nine it's like an hour 40 minutes maybe right yeah and, hour 40 it says. yep yeah and that's like that's you know that's great that it doesn't need to it didn't need to be any longer than that um and you know i didn't find myself getting towards like three quarters of the way through being like, are we still doing that? You know what I mean? It, it, I, that, right. I, that was one of the reasons why I appreciated it. Right. Some, some bits of random, uh, unwanted nudity. There's, um, 
<laughs> I forgot it. They keep going into the, the motel room where they're yeah, having an orgy. Yeah. And it's just like all skinny guys and really right. fat women. Right. <laughs> so many um, questions about how they met, you know, like, what's going on here. But and um, then we get to we get to Jason Bateman's lovely comment of the his whatever partner or uh understudy as he's as he's an FBI agent talking, talking to the local cop and he goes, right. can you borrow a condom or can we go? And I just, I, it was so Bateman. It was so everything. It was right. just like, Oh my God, I got it. As die. only Jason Bateman <laughs> can. Yeah. Right. Can deliver it. As yeah. only he can do in such that shitty way. Of right. Just, right. Like, <laughs> borrow a condom or can we go? Like, like kind of thing. Um, yeah, just, just I, great. I, the only other thing that I wanted to bring up about uh, like moments from from the movie that that I, I I wanted to get your thought on was so there there's the scene where they're driving to I think they're going to Charlie's aka Yule his real name is Yule Perkins which I think is also hilarious because at one point hilarious Dak Shepard's character Charlie goes. My dad was really into like, the king and I, I think is what he says at one point. So like, like, he was, he was really into Yule Brenner, 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 right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, no, no one in my generation knows who that fucking is. So <laughs> right. So yeah, that was really funny to me. Uh, but so I think they're driving to uh, Yule's slash Charlie's dad's place. <clears throat> yeah. And I guess like, and it's the whole it's like the, it's the whole sodomy this? like conversation where they're like getting like fucked in the ass and, and he can't not he say won't it. drop it but he like won't let it like charlie won't let it go like he just keeps it and and everybody else is like you're being a little racist like and it's like that so so i my my wife did not appreciate it as much as i did because i was like no the the, the joke is that like even these other like hardcore criminals are like dude can you be a little bit more like politically correct about this <laughs> like i was like that's funny but also she did point out she was like i don't know that you could really do that joke in 2020 <laughs> i was like you might be right i don't know if you could there's so much of this movie that you couldn't do these days um because yeah people people would be upset by it you have to understand, and it's here's the thing: like we have, what well, we have a mutual friend who is gay. Mm-hmm. I would be totally comfortable showing him this movie and be like, and he would. Mm-hmm. I know his sense of humor, and he would laugh. Yeah. So, like, yeah. there, there's a tough part about this that where we constantly say it's like, well, that's not fair, and this is just like, mm-hmm. well, a lot of it depends on your personality because yeah, he would think it was hilarious to go through every right and, well right and no and that, that's things. yeah and like th- i guess that's where we kind of uh, that's where we are as society like no one quite knows we're all overly politically correct um and that's why it's important to just say well my friend is my friend he's gonna right this right is funny well and uh, i you know like i also think like it's important um, to to be like well this is the intention of the joke too not Exact and th- and that's what it is. If you're not overly offended constantly um, about everything, and and there's plenty, and of you don't have to like the world, joke, 
but you don't have to look too far to be offended by something that's real versus something yeah. that's meant to be funny right. either. There, yeah. and, and there's a real, there's a real difference in that. And this was meant to be very funny yeah, yeah, because yeah. they went through yeah. what, eight different yeah. nationalities before <laughs> yeah. they got it. And like, it wasn't one you were going to pick. Right. It right. was like a whole situation. Right. It was very funny. It was well yeah. done. And yet, yeah. could you get away with that right now? I don't know. Yeah. However, there's no recall on this movie. No. <laughs> you know, and right. it, and it's it's to the point where I see it and I just think it's funny. Yeah. So that's yeah. it. And you thought it was funny and you're more politically correct than I am. And yeah. Yeah. it's so like, I think it's a good joke. So there we go. So like yeah, this, I mean, long, I, it's, it stood yeah. this test of time. I think is a good joke. Right. Maybe right. in thirty years it doesn't get to be a good joke anymore. But he does. For those of you who aren't going to watch the and want to know what we're talking about because this is a podcast. Right. He mentions that he had been raped in in jail, and the, he goes, "Oh, the, I thought Bradley that only Cooper's character, right? Yeah. Yes, who was who went to who went to jail, and mm-hmm. Dax." Uh, didn't because he went to witness protection and he goes oh i thought that only happened in prison he goes it's not exclusively to prison all right right and that's the other thing it's like it's so ridiculous that he would be like that would be like like why would anyone say like that's another reason why it's funny like why would anyone be like like oh well like assume that that could never possibly happen in jail right (laughs) happen in jail he's like well no well it happened in jail and 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 that and then bradley cooper's character has to explain that like that's why that's so ridiculous and like funny it's so good he's like and as he's standing there and this is someone he sent to jail and he's like i just got raped and he's just uh was it a black guy and, and just, Which is he's like, obviously no, it wasn't not a black enough. guy. No. And, right. he, and he turns to him. What I love to this uh, about this movie is as soon as it is racist or uh, homophobic, it immediately corrects itself. Right. Like right. It, it immediately corrects itself to, to, to that point where he's just like, no, no, it wasn't a black guy. Dude, and I also think. Racist I are also, you? Like, right, right, right. Yeah. They like call it out. And I also <laughs> think it's funny that like that Dak Shepard wrote it as the they were like he was like it seems as though he said well i'm just gonna make my character be the one who essentially like takes the fall if you will for like being sure. like the person who, who right. says because he because they like you mentioned to me they had that whole conversation about uh when his character says like calls out or, or no he doesn't call anyone F- F- fag he right. he says he, right. just, he just says it like off the cuff, right? Can I do it? Because it's my favorite. It's like my favorite. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. So Dak Shepard has a, he, so, like he built a muscle car from scratch with his father. Um, he his built it and ended movie. up using it. Right. He ended up using it for the bank robberies. Um, he wanted a car that had a large trunk. He wanted a, lar- a car that had four doors so that it could fit all of the members of the heist and he could get away quickly. That was super fast. Unfortunately, the car attracts a lot of, as Kristen Bell says, rapists who want to talk about it. Um, they're just muscle heads who um, just seem very creepy. Right. And so he comes, they come out of a burger joint and there's just this fat guy and a wife beater just touching his car and just like looking also at it. Also played... By isn't it also played by 
the guy who plays Packer on The Office? I'm pretty no, sure. No, different, different situation. Really? Oh, Two different about... guys oh, touch the car. Okay, okay. But yeah, he's yeah. in Packer it, right? does. He is. Okay, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Um, and I used to know his name right off the cuff. David uh, Co- Co- Cochner. Yeah. Yeah, David Cochner. Uh, Co- or Cochner. Um, anyways, so this guy is fat wife beater, and he, and he comes out, and he's like, oh, man, this car is sweet. He goes, yeah, thanks, man. You, you, you shouldn't touch it. <laughs> and he goes – like that's his big thing. He does not right, like right. all of these guys touching his car. Like, right. yeah, it's a fucking sweet car. Stop touching it. And he's just like, yeah, man. Right, like, people like want to look inside. Like, They're like, oh, let me open the right, door. Right. They yeah. want it. Right. And and David and David uh, Ketchner goes like he does open the door and he goes, yeah, put that door back. And he goes, oh, I just want to see if it worked. Like whatever. <laughs> like like a dumb the thing door, to, like yeah. to say. Um. But he uh. Anyway, so so the guy was just like, oh, this car is sweet. Looks like it's fast as hell. Has it got nitrous? I bet it's got nitrous. And Dax turns to him and he goes, no. This thing's got cubic inches, which is a term for it's how big your engine is. He goes, right. um, he goes no, it's got cubic inches. Nitrous is for fags. And what is so hard about that situation and the guy goes cubic inches and nods his head like you know like oh yeah he real gets it. you know he gets right it. yeah oh I understand immediately within within the next four seconds of the movie Kristen Bell is putting him in his place for saying right, right. the word fags and very apparently he did not mean it as the word yeah. homosexual and right, derogatory right, right, he right. just grew up in an era where fags was. But yeah. I like that. I like that. That is lame. Same as Michael Scott. Same as Michael Scott yeah. in the office where faggy meant lame. He said the same thing. I, right. you know, kind of idea. And, you know, we're, we're at a point now where that's not acceptable, but you right. do look at the timestamp and it's like, what, 2008 or something. And it's just like, okay, well, that's just. Right. It wasn't, the world wasn't the same 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going fast. We're going fast. In some <laughs> respects. Yeah. 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 Not, not unlike the I mean, driving of the car in this film. Not, so, oh here's a metaphor for you. Well, yeah, anyway. It's something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did think an odd choice for the Cadillac station wagon for Bradley Cooper's uh, yeah. character. And I thought I the only last thing I, I wanted to say was the um, – I think it's a Saturn. It's the Saturn convertible for Michael Rosenbaum's douchebag. Oh my uh, god! Was it? What is it? A character? Saturn? I don't think I. I don't was, think I noticed that. I think I'm. I'm almost positive it was. And I think it was the most. And of course, Dax, who is a total gearhead. Right. It was the most perfect car he could have picked for a guy who was going to assault him in the face with a golf club. Like it was just perfect. <laughs> like that tracks. Yep. Yeah. It's that like, yeah, that, that, that's where that's going to land. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, yeah. Just, I, I don't know. It was, it was a lovely movie for yeah, me. It's, it, it, it was, 
it was just feel good, right? Yeah. Like it just yeah, it's fun, it and there's right. really no better way to describe it than it's a romp. Like, and and we don't mean that in like a sarcastic or like I honestly like that's after we finished, I was like, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> like that's I don't know. Yeah, like you didn't feel like you wasted your time. You're just like, no, yeah, that was good. There, there was some there was some nice there was there's car chases. There's a lot of laughing. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of. I guess there's a little bit of nervousness. Um, there's a story to it and yeah, it's yeah. entertaining. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah I especially know. with like when, I mean, I even, you know, you know get that sense of uh, anxiety when, when Bradley Cooper and Joy Bryant's characters are catching up to, to Charlie, you know, you're like, Oh, he's going to have to, jet. I don't know. It like, yeah. At no point was I like, well, I don't buy this. You know what I mean? Like it, it's uh, yeah, it was, everything worked really well. I enjoyed, enjoyed everything. It. Yeah. Everything was sort of, sort of good enough uh, that. Yeah. Story-wise that yeah. you, it was believable. It was fine. And. Um, but yeah, the, I, I would say the, the highlights, definitely the casting was just incredibly done. And yeah, and it was. It, you just couldn't believe who kept showing up in the movie. <laughs> it's, it's sort of how I felt. It was like, just like, oh, that guy? That Jackson's guy? friends like, are here. This is great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He just he just corralled all his famous friends into his movie, and that was yeah. it. And they kind of just did him a favor. And yeah. um, capped off by Jason Bateman saying, You, you guys going to need to borrow a condom or uh, <laughs> you, you're done. Um, God, he was, he was just so. Pro- Anyways. Watch it. Hit and run. Yes, it's yeah. on Netflix on ne- right yeah. now. You have Netflix. Quit quit jerking yeah, us around and just yeah. go watch it. Stop. Just don't pretend yeah. like you don't have Netflix. No, right? we're, all, we're not yeah. gonna we're, we're not gonna mess around with any of that garbage. No. All right. Uh so I think that that concludes another episode of the Pastimes Pubcast. Um before we forget, please don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Pastimes Pubcast. You can feel free to send us tweets of any kind, positive, negative, neutral, doesn't matter, whatever you'd like. Um, and then, like we said at the beginning, in case you forgot while you were listening to this episode, you can now find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, and, and of course on our website, Um So yeah, thank you for listening. I believe it's time for last call. It is last call, sports fans. A little bit of wine in here. On your way. Join us next week for another riveting, riveting, not really relevant. (laughs) Right, right. Relevant and and for a a brand new sponsor. So as always, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch you then. Mow your lawns at midnight. Bye.